Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Yeah, good to be back. See if I can remember how to do this. Just myself here right now, Grant, uh, Jimmy, James Peter White. Who, I believe, is still a champion in the wrestling ring. We'll talk to him about that later. He'll be in pretty soon. He's just taking the bus, so we'll do some bus stop sports. Uh, That is where he just reads his newscast from a bus stop or a train stop. I think he might be at a train stop this morning. Get to that in about, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. A little less than 10 minutes. We'll do that. And then Jimmy will be joining the show. Lachlan away on a hippie camping Excursion. He's on. He's in like a commune. They're driving across BC, exploring different areas of of that province. So he is away this week. It'll be Jimmy and myself, and uh, I'll see if I can remember what these buttons do. It's amazing what a week away can do. One week away, I forgot what time I wake up in the mornings. I couldn't remember anything. It's it's like being away for a year, isn't it? So let's see how this goes. In the locker room with Cruise Sports. Brought to you by Metal Supermarkets. Get metal cut to your exact specifications at the convenience store for metal. Metalsupermarkets.com. Live from the bus stop, it's James P. White with Bus Stop Sports. So Toronto Blue Jays first base coach Mark Wodzinski will actually be away from the team following the death of his eldest daughter last week. Uh, him and manager Chris Montoyo left the dugout in the third inning the second game of the doubleheader against uh, Tampa Bay on Saturday. And the clubhouse was closed actually afterwards after the 11-5 loss. Also, the Jays lost against Tampa Bay yesterday, uh, 7-3. And the coming this coming Thursday, July 7th, there will be an Edmonton Eskimos home game against Calgary Stampeders at 7 p.m. And we at Cruise FM are looking for the... Edmonton's ultimate fan. Share a pic of you in your Elks gear on Instagram or Twitter with the hashtag Elks Ultimate Fan for a chance to score tickets to this uh, game as well as Toes on the Turf experience where you and a guest can get to just see a warm up on the field. And that's what I got for sports. Only two corrections. The okay. Blue Jays manager is Charlie Montoyo, not Chris. And the football Didn't team. Didn't I say Charlie? I have written Charlie. You wrote. You said Chris. And okay. they are the Elks, not the Eskimos. Damn! Did I say Elks? <laughs> or did I ask? Did I say Esks? The first time. Wow. Oh wow! <laughs> See you soon, Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to a Monday. The locker room topic of the day. Here we are, Jimmy and myself, Lachlan away this week, and. Uh, we're back. You had a good long weekend, Jimmy. Canada Day. 
Yeah, it was a good long weekend. I drank for most of it, as I yeah, do. Yeah, that's, that's usually what you end up doing, hey, on your long weekends. Do you like the Friday long weekend or the Monday long weekend better? It was confusing, yeah. but I like the Friday long weekend better. I'm usually a Monday guy myself. I like that little bonus on Sunday afternoon when you realize you don't have to go to work, and then you're like, well, maybe I'll crack a beer. Hey? Uh, today, July 4th. So we thought, oh, let's honor our... American brothers and sisters, our neighbors to the south, and let's talk about July 4th for our topic of the day. And I was thinking, what's your favorite thing about visiting the States? It's been a while since I've been in the States, obviously before the whole pandemic thing, but uh, what is your favorite thing about visiting the States? Our topic of the day today, 780-989-0957. We'll get to Jimmy and Mines uh, next. The locker room topic of the day. So it is July 4th down there in the States. So we're doing what's your favorite thing about visiting the States for our topic of the day. 780-989-0957. And uh, Jimmy, you're up. What's your favorite thing about visiting the States? Some of the varieties of pop. You know, there's some stuff that we have here that that we used to have, like... Original cherry coke, mm-hmm. uh, you vanilla know, coke, vanilla coke, all the crazy Mountain Dews, Mountain Dew with caffeine in it. Oh, the Mountain Dew with caffeine. There was uh, when I lived in Vancouver. There was a corner store close to my place, and they used to just go down to the states and bring back all the pop and sell it in, in their store. I'm sure that was illegal, but it was awesome. Walking home sometimes from work and just grabbing a cherry coke or Tahiti treats, Tahiti or- treats, anything like that. Yeah, that's good on different varieties. Pops, mine is the same as Kane's uh, favorite thing about visiting the States. Kane said, you know you're not going to starve. The amount of food they give you is unreal. Uh, that was mine. And it's not even that I, I want all that food. I just find it comical. You know, you go to like the Cheesecake Cafe and you order some pasta, and which sounds odd to do. But uh, and it's like it's like you're going to a carnival. It's like every time you go to the States and you sit down in a restaurant, it's like you're in one of those all-you-can-eat contests. It's like they're going to, you know, you just get your normal, give me a lasagna. And then you expect to get a t-shirt and your, your plaque on the wall and your picture on the wall by the time you're done eating it. So that was mine. I find them entertaining with the uh, the, the portions they give you at the restaurants. Quite a few coming in. Um, food related as well. A lot with food. Um, Stan had said uh, his favorite thing about visiting the States, Jersey Mike subs. I've never tried them, but I watch a lot of American TV and they look pretty delicious. Stan said they're life-changing. What's yours? 780-989-0957. 4th of July today. Talking uh, favorite thing about going to the States to visit and a uh, couple times it's come in so far, leaving. When I get home from the States, um, Dean had said, you know, coming back to Canada, I'm just not comfortable in the States. Not sure why. I just never feel safe there. Um, that came in as well from uh, inappropriate Ian leaving the States. But then Dean changed his, said, I changed mine. It's this. And it was that, uh, that 1,844 pack of PBR that keeps getting shown around the internet for... So that's his. And cheap beer has come in quite a few times. Um, Shane said, uh, favorite thing about going to the States, gas station beers. 
and just cheap beer at that. He said, I can get fuel for my mule and gas for my ass all in one stop. <laughs> <laughs> that came in as well from uh, uh, Devin had said, favorite thing about going to the States, being able to uh, get anything you could ever want at a 7-Eleven or any gas station for that matter. Yeah, that's a good choice. I love going into the Sevs in the States. And we got one here in, in Edmonton now. Even that's kind of yeah, Isn't exciting. it up near Army Chris's? It is because I play hockey near Army Chris's house on the north side. And one of the games, um, one, of, one of the guys forgot to bring beer. And I was like, you can go to the 7-Eleven, man. It's a big <laughs> experience for him. It's your favorite thing about going to the States. Celebrating our neighbors to the south, 780-989-0957. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Hey, it's Jimmy and myself today. Lachlan Cross is away still. We're doing the locker room topic of the day. And we're talking about America. America. What's your favorite thing about going to the States for? 780-989-0957. I love the July 4th uh like the next day after July 4th, when you just read all the stories about the limbs that people lost in fireworks accidents. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, in the middle of the night uh, yesterday, yeah, fireworks were just going all over the place in the homeless park right behind me. Yeah, well, they're celebra- they were celebrating the Canada Day long weekend. They didn't yeah. have to work. <laughs> Today's the American... Holiday. What I love about it is watching baseball all day. You go home and watch baseball all afternoon. Uh, and that's kind of with Sailor Rob. He was saying his, his favorite thing about going to the States is going to NCAA football games. He used to go to Washington Husky football games, and the crowds were amazing. It's one thing I've never done is go to a big, like a football game. I've never been to uh NFL game. I've never been to an NCAA game. I've been to baseball games and hockey games in the States. I went to Fenway Park. That was pretty amazing. But uh, no, it's Sailor Rob saying favorite thing about going to the States, NCAA football. And then we had a bunch of texts more about booze. (laughs) I think people are just going to the States to party. Mike said you go to a Scotch bar, bar, you get a free pour your own drinks, and you get like three ounces for the price of one here. So... What's your favorite thing about the state? 780-989-0957. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Just myself, Grant, and uh, Jimmy. James Peter White here this morning. Lachlan away. Off on ex- an excursion across BC looking for wedding venues for his daughter. <laughs> Traveling across the great province of BC looking for wedding venues. And in his in his trailer, in that neat yeah. little trailer he has. Yeah, that thing is pretty wild looking. Um, if you want to see a picture of it, it's on his social media. So I saw this story about uh, Clint Eastwood. So what is he, 98 or something like that, 92? Um, he has just won his second lawsuit against a CBD company. I didn't know this, but I guess he's been suing CBD companies because they've been using his picture and making fake articles claiming that uh, Clint Eastwood uses their product and it's the secret to staying healthy in his 90s. I, that's a certain age you reach, right? When they're like, all right, this guy's old. He could use some CBD. This is believable. They could start using like life insurance, You know, see some... Commercials during the Price is Right, Clint Eastwood featured. 
But I think it's a good idea for them to ask him first. <laughs> yeah, so in his first case he won, he sued a company. He got $6.1 million from them. The second one, they didn't say how much money he's won this time, but it's probably pretty similar. It's a lot of money. Uh, Clint, he doesn't seem, even though he's old, uh, he doesn't really seem like the type of guy to use CBD products, does he? He feels more like a rub some dirt on it and... Yeah. Dr- drugs are for junkies type of guy, even though you're like, it doesn't get you high, Uncle Clint. Uh, the last product that he endorsed, because they were saying he doesn't endorse things, like he's never done that in his career. The last time he endorsed a product was 2012. Remember he had the, those Chrysler ads where he oh, was driving yeah. during the Super Bowl? And they said he only did that because he drives a Chrysler and he believes in the product. <laughs> he, they said he basically did it for free just to get the word out there. So. Clint Eastwood does not use CBD oil if you see those advertisements. Another moment with Dr. Locke. Okay, Dr. Locke is away. Off on his commune across BC. Jimmy and myself here. And we do feel it is important to still get medical information across to people. Because this could change your life, right? And that's what we care about is your life and your health. Um, This wasn't a study or anything like that, but Jeff Goldblum... Um, you know, Jeff Goldblum, life uh, finds a way. Jurassic Park. That's yeah, pretty good, Jeff was, Goldblum. Eh? That was pretty good. Jeff, he, was in, he was in F- Fly, too, wasn't he? Independence Day. Everyone knows yeah. Jeff Goldblum. So he turned 69 this year. Nice. And uh, he did an interview. I think it was in Vogue. And they were asking him, how do you stay so youthful? You know, Jeff Goldblum, he's almost 70. He looks pretty good. He's sharp. Still working lots, and he credited it with quitting drinking coffee. So he said in the last seven years, he hasn't had any caffeine, coffee, pop, tea. He doesn't drink any tea. He's nothing. And he says that is what has kept him youthful and sharp, um, you know, basically into his 70s. He said, if you quit drinking caffeine, you have less anxiety. Your heart isn't racing as much. You get better sleeps at night. All of those things come with quitting coffee. So does anger. (laughs) Exactly. Is he happy? Right? I don't think he is. I guess I'll I'll look like garbage when I'm 70 because that is the one thing I will never cut out. I could quit drinking. I know that sounds crazy, but I think I could. I could quit McDonald's, you know, fast food. I think I could quit that. I could never quit coffee, and I could never quit caffeine. So uh, I could do the intermittent quit with that. Like, I don't drink a lot of coffee on the weekends. Yeah. I can do without coffee. Let me rephrase this, I guess. I could quit coffee, but I would be miserable. And is it worth living an extra 10 years if you're miserable? But would, I'm miserable by myself, so... It's... You shouldn't drink, quit drinking coffee full-time. <laughs> there it is, Jeff Goldblum. Says if you want to be young and spry into your 70s, you need to quit caffeine. Mm, not for me. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. So, apparently... Apparently, uh, we're rich again. 
They are reporting that because of the crazy oil and gas prices, Alberta now has a $3.9 billion surplus. You've probably noticed that, though, hey? The gas prices are a little steep. Maybe not. I mean, it was only $85 to fill my Toyota Corolla with gas. Yes, I said Corolla, not Dodge Ram. $85. Our finance minister, Jason Nixon, who used to be in charge of wildlife and parks but is now a financial expert, said they are determined to avoid previous mistakes of spending all that cash. So previous governments, he said, they'd get that surplus and they'd blow it all. They'd be making it rain. He said they're going to save it this time. So does that mean we won't be getting any Randy bucks in the mail? If Jason Randy Kenny was still trying to win an election, I bet we would be getting a surplus check. But not anymore. Uh, Randy Kenny, he's done trying to impress us now. If I was him, I would just give it back to Albertans. You're done, Randy. You might as well go out with people loving you. Write a check. Give us all a tank of gas, or at the very least, uh, buy us all around, hey? How awesome would that be? If you went to your local pub, you head down to JT's, and the first round was bought by Randy Kenny and the Alberta surplus? Much better use of the money instead of fixing roads or whatever, in my humble opinion. The Grant Report is brought to you by Locks Camping Holiday. Will he keep his van on the road the entire time? Will he join a hippie commune? Place your bets now by texting Jimmy at 780-989-0957. He's got 10 years of high school and month of university. Most educated member of the show. show. And now, and Jimmy, now explains. Jimmy explains. And Jimmy loves talking aliens. So I should talk about aliens and not my sports? <laughs> okay, so there are scientists that are saying that there's two, uh, two ways that the life could still be hidden from scientists on Mars. Oh, here we go. Now, they're saying there could be life. Now, they're saying life. Yes. They're not saying intelligent life. They're saying life. So, microbes, plants, uh, stuff like that. So, this isn't an alien thing. It's just the existence of proteins. How dare you? <laughs> um, and they're... There's two ways they were be being hidden, one of which from caves underneath, so it could be as Ooh. low as six feet so below the surface. They're acknowledging either, life either, in these caves. Remember, no, a they're few not weeks saying, ago they're we not had... Saying, they're not saying life. They're saying because these caves, because they're underground, had water, and so therefore could and have... Where, is, where there is water, there is life. Plants. It finds a way. Microbes. Hey, okay. plants are intelligent, right? Some people think plants even feel now. They have feelings. And a few weeks ago, we did a Jimmy Explains where we had, uh, there was like a, they found a, a doorway into a rock. Remember that on Mars? And now they're talking about these caves underground. I don't we know, We didn't Jimmy. do that one as a Jimmy Explains because <laughs> you guys did that without me because I, I, I said that was in the Nevada desert, <laughs> if you remember correctly. But they're saying there's evidence of amino acids, which are the building blocks of proteins, which, again, is for microbes and stuff like that. They're not saying intelligent life. They're Yet. It's, it's happening, though. 
It's getting harder and harder for you to deny it, I think. But, but they're saying these microbes are very similar to the microbes that are, have been found here on Earth. Because of the extreme conditions on Mars, they have proven that some of these microbes can actually have existed in extreme conditions, like extreme cold, extreme hot. Well, if things survive here in extreme weathers, right? Why wouldn't they be able to find a way on Mars? Because and, there's and no evolve. atmosphere on Mars. There's yeah, no but they could evolve, and they could find a way. You see those those fish that live in the the deepest part of the ocean where it's pitch black, and they've evolved to have like lights. They got like headlights on them, and life finds a way, man. There's going to be a day where you're going to be doing the Jimmy explains. And you're going to have to admit that there's intelligent life out there. I just hope the first people they take out is you and Locke. Oh, no. We will be ambassadors from this Earth to those people on Mars to welcome them here. And then you're going to be a denier, and you're, you're, you're on the wrong side of history on this one, Jimmy. I'm never Once doing, again. I'm never doing Jimmy Explains again. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. And Lachlan is away this week. Jimmy and myself here. So they found another uh, Edmonton bad renters list. Do you remember this story? A couple weeks ago, um, before I left for Saskatchewan, there was a lot of talk about this. There was like a Facebook group that was a private group, and it was Edmonton Landlords. Okay, and it, it was yeah. basically a do not rent to these this person list. And they found you go on there, and there was just lists of names of people that they were saying, do not rent to this person. And I kind of I got both sides of it, because I could see as if you're a landlord, you don't and you own a property, you don't want to rent to somebody that is going to wreck the place, spread feces on the wall or something. Um, you know, you want somebody that's going to pay their rent on time and, and maybe take care of your place for you. But on the renter side... I have been a renter myself in the past. Um, most of these th- these sites, the Facebook one particularly, and then I guess this new Edmonton bad renters list they found, aren't posting stories or facts or pictures or anything. They were basically just listing your name. So you go on there if you were, you know, and you're, say you're trying to rent a place, Jimmy. You got kicked out of the den of sadness or it burns down or whatever. And your name is on there, and it would just be your name. No story, nothing to back it up, no reason. And then you wouldn't be able to rent a place to live, right? Let's say you get a, a petty landlord who puts your name up there, and then suddenly you're homeless, and <laughs> nobody will rent to you. So I, I get both sides of it. I get trying to protect your property as a landlord, yeah. but I also get why maybe it's not the best thing. Although nobody lies on the internet, right? No, it's all, everybody's so honest. In my experience, nobody would ever be malicious or or try to do anything like that. Like especially someone that has never rented anything, and then all of a sudden, or rented yeah. to you, and all of a sudden your name's on six lists, and it's a, you've only rented in one place. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, do you think you would be on one of those lists? <laughs> I've only rented twice. But let's say in there was a lady that you lived with. For a time in Edmonton, not a girlfriend. You just hooked up with her sometimes on the weekends, but no, I'm kidding. No, but you rented a room from somebody when you moved to Edmonton, and things didn't end well there, right? Oh, damn. So, t- <laughs> theoretically, she was your landlord. 
She didn't like the way you left. She could put your name on there, and then you wouldn't be living in the den of sadness anymore, right? I or, hope I don't get kicked out of the den of sadness. Or I rented it. If I'm if I'm kicked out, I'm moving in with either you <laughs> or Locke. Yeah, you can move in with Locke. He's got lots of room. Or like my me, I I'm a pretty good renter when I've been a, a tenant in the past. But I remember the building I lived in downtown. I lived pretty close to the ledge. And there was uh, somebody on our floor was smoking weed in their apartment, and it would fill the whole floor. I think I was on the 14th floor or something like that, and it would fill the whole floor with like weed smoke, and I'm sure they were blaming me for it because my landlord would be giving me the side eye all the time. There would be always be posters up. So I, I, don't, I don't engage in that. I don't uh, do that, but people always assume I do just because of the way I look, I guess. <laughs> And, and your job, I guess. And my job and who I hang out with. They see you in lock and they're like, that guy obviously smokes weed. But I don't. So I might get put on one of those You lists. never look high when you're with us. You always look drunk. Well, I guess there is a difference there. So, yeah, there is another Edmonton bad renters list out there. So watch out. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Uh, the Apple Watch. You're a Fitbit guy or something, right? Yeah. Would you get an Apple Watch, or is it too expensive? Yeah, I I can't justify spending I, that much on an Apple Watch. I mean, Kayla really wants one, like a cup. She's like, we can both get them. And I'm like, I don't wear watches, and that's a lot of money, but maybe, maybe someday. Um, the, the new one is coming out pretty soon, and they have just confirmed that the Apple Watch will have a temperature sensor to detect whether or not you have a fever. So it's not going to tell you the temperature of your body, but when you're wearing it, if you're getting sick and you start to get a fever in your body, it'll do a little alarm telling you to take your vitamin C or whatever you need. Um, kind of interesting. They also said you could use it with uh, fertility planning, you know, and you're trying to plan out when to have a baby and the oven's ready. And uh, that's pretty much the only update on the new Apple Watch. They added a thermometer. They're really missing Steve Jobs, don't you think? Uh, like I said, it'll be out in the fall. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So yeah, obviously July 4th today and Independence Day, the day Will Smith saved us all. With the help of, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, you were talking about him earlier. Well, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum. and um, Cousin Eddie. As well, oh, he yes. played a, a, a vital part of saving America on Independence Day. One of my favorite things is that their birthday, so like their Independence Day, their most patriotic day of the year, has become known now for a hot dog eating contest. Everyone's like, oh, July 4th today. The Coney Island uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest is today. That's the biggest. This is the Super Bowl of July 4th. Um, and now you can gamble on it. So it's really? getting to be such a big deal that there are betting odds for Nathan's hot dog eating contest, uh, the prop bets. Um, so there, you can bet on whether or not Joey Chestnut, because he wins all the time. He has won the last 15 out of 16 mustard belts. Um, so he's looking for, uh, for another one here. He's on crutches this year because he ruptured a tendon. But I don't know if that's going to slow down his hot dog eating. I think he can still I, do I, it. I think he could still do it if his uh, leg hurts. Maybe he hasn't been able to train. I don't know what kind of stretches they do before they jam 76 hot dogs and buns into them. But that is his record. He said it last year. 
76 hot dogs and buns is is what they eat um is what his his record is i don't know what the time is i can't remember um how much time they get to eat that much um but that's the record so he is the gambling favorite if you're looking to place some money today he's a um so if you if you risked three thousand dollars you could win a hundred dollars uh in the men's competition in the women's um miki sudo is back this is exciting stuff oh we need some music here hey She's back. She was on mat leave last year, but she is making her triumphant return to the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest to Coney Island. She's She can eat a lot of dogs, um, I think 40-something. She's a better wing eater, though. Um, she, last year, ate 246 wings, chicken wings, in 12 minutes. And I that, haven't eaten that many chicken wings in a month. If that doesn't turn you on, then you are a better man than Jimmy and I. This is the Business Spotlight on 95.7 Cruise FM. Rob Vavrick, the Marketing and Business Development Manager with Rad Torque Raceway, joining us. Thank you for this, Vav. Thanks for having me. Can we touch really quickly on the name change? Yeah, you know what? Absolutely. Uh, same great motorsport facility. Been here for 25 years plus. Uh, just a new name, same great location, same great everything. Let's talk about the Canadian Motorcycle Drag Racing Association in particular, because this is very exciting news for for Rad Torque Raceway. Yeah, new this year to uh, our premier event, the Rocky Mountain Nationals, of course. Uh, and the uh, CMDRA is going to feature professional amateur car and bike racers from all across northwestern Canada and the United States competing for that coveted Wally Racing Trophy. Okay, and the next big event uh, you just touched on is the Rocky Mountain Nationals. Uh, when is that event happening? Uh, July 8th to 10th, three days of nonstop racing. Um, and whether you're a hardcore racing motorsports enthusiast or just a casual fan, we're going to offer something for everyone, including family entertainment, uh, balloon animals, there's a big playground, um, and uh, just bring some headphones and have some great adrenaline field fun. Yeah, that's worth mentioning. These are exciting events, even if you're not into motorsports. Oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have food trucks. Um, there's a, a midway with vendors. Uh, it's a full event. There's even camping for the weekend with motorhomes. Nice. So uh, there's all kinds of activities. You'll, uh, you'll be entertained. Where can we get more information? Everything is on our website, radraceway.com. That's radraceway.com. We've got the full schedule for the whole season, uh, tickets and information for everything. Look at that. So we are joined by our old boss, Rob Vavrick, who um, recently got let go from the last place we worked with him at. Well, yeah, you could use the term let go, I guess. (laughs) Uh. We like the term restructure. (laughs) Yes. So they thought that your 30-plus years of dedication to the brand was enough, and they decided to help you pack up your office. Uh, No, they didn't help me. I had to do that myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Ah! Oh, this business, eh? 
Yeah, I, I don't miss the uh, over 100 emails uh, a day and having to deal with uh, a-holes like you guys. <laughs> well, that's well. actually worth mentioning. We we worked with you, and um, I thought before the six years, because we were there for six years, Jimmy and I, and I thought there was a good chance we were going to kill you. So that like, that didn't happen. Or him, us. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, you guys would have killed me much <laughs> sooner than I would have killed you, uh, particularly with the alcohol consumption that was needed to uh, uh, deal with you guys. Uh, yes. That needs to be said. All right. Well, listen, uh, Vav, we're, we're glad that you bounced back and uh, you get you found yourself a new home. And, um, and, and my guess is that we'll probably end up chatting with you more over the next couple of years here over this, this Brad Torque Raceway. Yeah, no, looking forward to it. And if you want to come out to the track and uh, uh, avoid, you know, high-speed motor vehicles, please let me know. Have you got a favorite morning show? I don't listen to the radio anymore. (laughs) Uh, All right. That was a very diplomatic answer. All right. Good luck with the event, Bav. Take care, my friend. All right, guys, seriously, though, if you do want to come out, let me know. I will. I will, for sure. All right, take care, man. Bye. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.